Welcome to Enneagram Plus Yoga, a podcast for the body, heart, and mind. And Matias Wickard is back with us today, and we're talking about chakras and even talking about the pronunciation. Some people say chakras, some people say chakras. And we're going to talk about is there a right or wrong way to say this? We um, have a lot of fun, but there's also some tears on this episode. We also talk a little bit about the Enneagram and the importance of being united as a yoga community and also knowing who we are and knowing that we have our own unique voice and so therefore we don't need to compete with anybody else because there is no one else like you. Um, those were some of Madia's words. But she just offered so much wisdom. I just love Madia. She also talks a little bit in this episode about Hakomi, which is a somatic method. It's a coaching method that she uses with clients. And so we chat about that. But you're just going to gain so much wisdom from Madia. Madia is a yoga teacher and also a teacher of yoga. So you can look up Chattanooga Yoga School you can look up Madia's Healing Arts. She's also a massage therapist as well and a coach. She has done a lot of training in um, the somatic method that she talks about during our episode today. But you're really going to love this episode. And thank you so much for joining us. Let's dive into the interview. One of my favorite parts about you as a human and you as a yoga teacher, you not only talk the talk, you walk the walk. So you're so knowledgeable and you geeked out on a lot of things, (laughs) which I absolutely love. Yes, totally. So in geeking out, before my next question, um, chakra or chakra for our listeners? I know. Okay. We talked about that. I know. Yes. And I just want to say. Because I know how I was taught. Christy was t- so okay. talk to us. Okay, and we and I and I get I try to give it a soft because I, I feel like we we can't as Westerners yeah. get too tight on ourselves about this because Sanskrit is yeah. a foreign language. So, yeah, and it's a very complicated language. And and so, but to be, uh, I would it is chakra. Chakra, so like chai cup. Of it chai. is like, yeah, but if you con. say chakra, yeah. <laughs> but if you say chakra, I just say to my, it's fine. Chakra police is it, not going to yes, come and get it's, you. It's fine. <laughs> but it's, ch- yes. there's really not, yes, yeah, CH in, in Sanskrit would is not a sh. Yeah. Uh, it's ch- ch- yeah. chakra. 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 Yeah. I love yeah. it. Thank you. Yes. Well, which segues to my next question. So I know you have spent many years start studying chakras. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of our listeners, they're into yoga as much as they're into Enneagram. But just for those who are not sure what we're talking about, mm-hmm. can you briefly talk about where the main chakras reside in our body and what essentially are they? Yes, yes. So chakras mm-hmm. are vortex. The chakra means a spinning wheel, a vortex of energy, okay? And I, I do, this is what I, I'm really uh, working with, articulating something that feels new age or intangible or floaty mm-hmm. to some people. Um, I really want to help it, it land in the sense of like it is, this has got science 
it is not uh, so. It's not woo woo. It's tangible. It's, it really is. It's you know they actually are located the as they locate along the spine, starting at the base. So muladhara is at the root, at the bottom, at the pelvis, and then svadhisthana is right below the navel. Manipura is right at the below the sternum. Anahata is at the chest. We got we've got um, Vishuddha at the throat and Ajna, and then the crown chakra right above. Okay, mm -hmm. so so we. We really and they're they base in the body. They are not physical, mm -hmm. but they are located at nerve ganglia. So you can see, and it makes sense that it would that they would be located near a nerve plexus mm -hmm. wrapping of nerves. So, but there, it's really understood that it the chakra is a space that is really an energetic space that connects the mind and the body. Okay, so it's a really. That space is psychological. It's psychological and emotional. Mm -hmm. It's it's kind of how we start to understand. Um, it's like the anatomy of, you know, of the spirit in the mm -hmm. sense. Like Carolyn Mays talks about this. So it's really the 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 areas that where they're kind of like, what do I want to say? Like, not like ports or airports or places where you know there's a lot of traffic mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I, i'm trying to think of the what would be a good one but where you feeling a lot of traffic coming okay. through yep okay and so intersection an intersection where you feel traffic mm -hmm. and what you want is the traffic to be smooth yes and so what happens in the chakras is they get blocked and how they get blocked is they either are shutting down they're either too tight mm -hmm. or they're too wide open yep so there's not a structure. So, so that just let me to, to kind of connect it to the yoga language. Otherwise, because is stira and sukha. Mm -hmm. Stira is the structure. Sukha is the ease or the space. Mm -hmm. Or yin and yang. Yang is the f and mm -hmm. the yin is the. Yeah. So yang is masculine, masculine and yin, yin is, is the feminine. feminine. Mm -hmm. And the yang is intense and structured and yeah. very direct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So in the chakra, you want a balance of both yeah. of mm -hmm. these these opposites we talk about. So you you want the chakra to feel like it has this kind of, it has an openness and a firmness, an openness and a firmness, and a, you'll know when it's like for instance, you know, in the first chakra, fear. That's a lot. The fear is not, fear is stuck. You know, you're in a in a shut down uh, mm -hmm. root chakra when you're in fear. You know, you're feeling afraid. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, to, to practice, that's why we get in the body. We get in the lower body, I mean. the lower. Well, the whole body is actually root chakra. Mm -hmm. If you, it, start, it is the body, mm -hmm. but specifically it's the lower body. Okay. Okay. So if you're feeling fear, anytime you're going to get grounded, like yes. put two feet to the yes. earth, things like that are really going to help with so, the fear. So we're perfectly connected to, okay, so trauma. If mm -hmm. you're working with anybody in trauma, mm -hmm. that's when you notice if there's any kind of, you can sense that they're, they're not, they're starting to leave mm -hmm. and you become sensitive. I'm sure you're, mm -hmm. you know, you're training to be able to sense when mm -hmm. someone is not, they're dissociating. Yeah. Is the word. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you say, can you feel your feet? Mm -hmm. You say, mm -hmm. are you, can you feel yourself here? Can you notice your feet on the ground? That's what you, because that, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. because yeah. it's a fear response. The limbic system takes you to fight, flight, freeze, right? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. fawn is a new one they just added. 
Yeah. So fight, flight, freeze, fawn. That appeasing part. Okay, what's a fawn for so, the foreign foreign people in the room? What is fawn translated mm-hmm. to? It, it's the accommodator, the appeaser, the the moving towards type uh, of person. Yeah, it yeah. has it has that kind of like the fawning. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. You know. That's cool. Yeah, that's the new one. Even more of that codependent type. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or newer. I don't know how new it is, mm-hmm. but I, it, they yeah, don't it talk about newer. it as much. It is cool. newer. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Awesome. So, so when you, you know, all of us have these tendencies and someone with trauma is going to have a more extreme response to that. But anyway, so feet on the ground, root chakra, mm-hmm. I am here. And, you know, and, and if you, you can run, running is good for root chakra, jumping, mm-hmm. you know, anything that gets you in the ground, like really down in there, feeling yourself in your body. So mm. stepping out bare feet and the grabbing oh, the grass, dirt. you know the grounding. Mm. Yes, piece. dirt, mm-hmm. any of that stuff. Getting a bo- a massage. Mm-hmm. Safety, as long as you have a f- sense mm-hmm. of feeling safe mm-hmm. with the person, but getting mm-hmm. that getting in your mm-hmm. body, which also massage is a to me is a first and second. Okay, second. So Svadhisthana is our, our pleasure center, mm-hmm. and it's it's where we feel the sensual like the, the so to get a massage. From someone that you you know either professionally is okay mm-hmm. to feel that you know you mm-hmm. to feel good and sensual mm-hmm. in your body. Sure, it's, that's mm-hmm. not sexual, right? There's that's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. Sensual, sexual, but um, but to also just be in your body. Uh, sensual. The second chakra is really about how much do we receive love and and how do we receive pleasure? Is there too much pleasure? Too little pleasure? So back to the chakras. Mm-hmm. That's how we know. You know, is it is it overdone? So if you know you're too open in second chakra. You're seeking pleasure all the time. Mm-hmm. You're it's too open. Mm-hmm. You know your addiction. You mm-hmm. know addiction, particularly second chakra, is going to be um, kind of more of a um, like an alcohol, mm-hmm. alcohol addiction, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So you know because th- they each one have like you know third is going to be more third addiction issue is going to be more of like a. Um, a, a Caffeine, you know, cocaine, you know, mm-hmm. things that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, jack go, go, go. you up. Yeah. So there's addiction with the alliance with these. Wow. So, but anyway, so when you're in the second chakra and you're too much sensual, or you can have a closed one okay. and you're stiff and closed off to anything that feels good. Mm-hmm. So those Which are kind is. of signs, you mm-hmm. know, like no, yeah. no touching, don't touch, you know. So where's that space of like balance between mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. right? What are the colors for each one? If mm-hmm. you could walk our okay. listeners through the yeah. colors. So first chakra, root, red. Okay. Mm-hmm. Second is that I love like tangerine. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to really describe that one, like that sensual juicy tangerine. Yeah. Uh, and then third is sunshine. Mm-hmm. This is a beautiful golden sun. And then the third is a beautiful green. Sometimes like, you know, an emerald green or just a green. And then the blue for the throat, you know, mm. communication. And then the indigo for Ajna, okay? Mm-hmm. And then we've got the crown of light, you know? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it, you know, those colors do vary, but that, I mean, in shades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's about right. So some people, when they meditate, they see colors. Yes. If you see certain colors um, during your meditation, does that link with the chakras in some way or not or what are your thoughts on that and you know i just want to tie that so if you see something visual you are in the ajna like mm-hmm. you are in that chakra, third chakra. that is the chakra third eye. Vis- vision visually i know sometimes i say third <laughs> i do that third eye ajna. 
um, that that is your place of visuals and, and, and what you see. But I say when you something happens inside of you, like you see a color, um, the question to me is, you know, uh, what meaning do you make? Mm. You know, it's really about the, really this also, this is another realm that I'm focused on is it's really the, it's really the meaning we make of what we see and not what we see. Like, like yeah. dream analysis. Yeah. Like just, exactly. you know, just the same thing. Yes. It's you bringing yes. your curiosity to the dream or to the colors and like, what, what do I need more of? Mm-hmm. What does this mean? Yeah. And art, you know, anything. Yeah. And so you can do it in those ways. Art, what do you interpret? Or, and let to get even closer, because again, what I'm mostly focused mm. on right now is relationships. So mm-hmm. relationship to myself, relationship to my body, to my mind, and then relationship to you. Yeah. Like that's what I'm watching right now. So when we look at how we are with another person, we're always looking at like the belief systems that come from our childhood and we get triggered by certain things like a person's body language or how they look or how they move. And, mm-hmm. and then we tell a story. That's yeah. what we want to say. What is the story around that? And this is tight. What I'm talking about, I pull into yoga now. Like all of this is coming through. Oh, my yes. I know what? so much. I know it. It's, the, something's coming up for you. Is it the enthusiast going on? It's what were you thinking? I just I just love how you're connecting the dots in my completely separate from yours head. But we are connected. We were connected. We were connected from the time yeah. you know, I mean we were like sim- I'm getting emotional listening oh, to you. Mm. So you're feeling I resonance. Was not, I was not planning on getting emotional with y'all today. <laughs> well, oh, we never no. do plan allow for it. What do you what do you feel is happening there? It, it is just how you are how how you're phrasing and describing what I've read, I've heard before, that is just landing for me right now. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like because yeah. you knew it. It's truth for you. Yeah. Is that mm-hmm. what you mean? Yeah. It's landing. Um, not to interrupt you. No, but but it's so it's so important yeah. because it's a realness of, of this is what it's about, like connection, yeah. resonance. This is what's most important to me. Mm-hmm. It's most important that somehow we're reaching each other, yeah. you know, in a level that's yeah. deeper. And that's the work, and it doesn't feel super comfortable. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of coming. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh-huh. Well, lead. So, can, so I will yes, say yes, that what I think going. happens, I what it. I think happens in my classes, yeah. is I think people come, and some of this this happens. Yeah. And I just want to say to anyone that's ever been to my class or thinking about it, it is tender and vulnerable, yeah. and can be really uncomfortable. And I want anybody and everybody to 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 sense into whether it's okay or not. Yeah. And I even say to some people like, if if you feel a lot and you need to leave, go leave. Take care of yourself, you know, because it is a lot sometimes to open these boxes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: the other side of that is so wonderful. Yes. Yeah. The other side of letting yourself feel that uncomfortable space yeah. in place, and hopefully feel safe. You want to feel your own safety, safety, right? Mm-hmm. But it is beautiful transformation when we let ourselves get a little. Because I, you have to, yeah, the tears are for me. Mm-hmm. That you know, I've just recently accessed a lot of deep tears that I didn't even know I had. For seven, that is mm-hmm. huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's painful. I know. That is very uncomfortable. Thank you. Very unsafe. It's true. And to stay with that. I know. I have been really like. Mm-hmm. It has been real interesting, like when I, because I, one of my closest friends from childhood, who's no, yeah, known me since eight years old, 
She and I, went, we were in California together like a few, about five years ago, let's say. And um, this, because I started this path, like the, mm-hmm. it was really the Hakomi method when I started training at Hakomi. That Which really is a cracked. somatic method a for deep our listeners. Mindfulness-based yeah. experiential therapy. Like it's a deep, deep somatic emotional practice that broke me like open in a good way. And, and I've actually gone to some sessions with you. Yes. And I loved them. Yes. Yeah, it was really, I remember, I don't remember a lot of details because it was a while ago. It yes. was about five years, maybe even six years ago when we had those sessions. Mm-hmm. But um, I do remember what I felt and what I felt was it was very healing in my body that I definitely was releasing some things. Yes. I know I talked with you in those sessions about my father's alcoholism and some mm-hmm. other things. And, mm-hmm. and there was something about like being really rooted in the body mm-hmm. that was really transformative for me and, um, and, and, and feeling like I went into a, a deeper place inside my body mm-hmm. and started to kind of, experienced my body in some new ways that I hadn't mm-hmm. before like it was powerful like yeah. I would I would commend anybody to have a coaching session yeah. with you on the Hakomi method and your, and your background and I will say thank you for that mm-hmm. um that I, I the background is important like your background if you're already body-based or and already have a mindfulness practice coming to me for that for that is going to be more accessible. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have that background, it could be a lot. Yeah. It can be true. a lot because like, for instance, like right, like the tenderness that you were feeling, mm-hmm. can I give you an example of what yes. I might do? Yes. Since you're not in that, you know, you're not. Yes. Kind of, so even like I would have reflected, but I would have said something like, um, would it be okay if we noticed your body right now? Mm-hmm. Like when you got tender, mm-hmm. I would say, is it okay? Like my hands sweating. Yeah, so we would start doing, so this is what mm-hmm. I would say, so you're noticing your hands. Mm-hmm. Is it okay if we go to your hands for a moment? Mm-hmm. And then I'm noticing like, my eyes are well again because I am staying with it. Yes, and so this is where the this is where that type of session would hold. Like then we would, then we would go into the, you know, is there, the, 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 how does that feel, the quality of your hands? Is there... Is there like we would keep going into imagery and quality? Mm-hmm. Like right now we could do it. We could go, but we're not gonna. We're not gonna do it. But we could. I can feel you're ready for that. Mm-hmm. Do you see? Like yeah. I can sense that you would be yeah. able to go there. Yeah. Um, but it does get deep, yeah. and it does open up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what I want to say is like so. For instance, oh yes. <laughs> can I ask you again? Is it okay to share? How does that feel? What is that? What are you noticing right now? It's just very vulnerable. Yeah. Do you feel like comfortable, safe enough? Do you feel comfortable yeah. enough to yeah. feel that vulnerability? Yeah. 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 I'm less comfortable internally yes. with myself. That's being that vulnerable. Yeah. Not with y'all. Right. Mm-hmm. Internal. What a great mm-hmm. awareness. That's a great, great thing to notice mm-hmm. because some people can't differentiate yeah. that. But yeah. So okay. I'm just curious about what, you know, the two of you, uh, Kind of when you came to make to put this together, yes. what your intentions? And thank you. And no yes. one has asked Nobody's us that asked us in that. eighty episodes, Maddie. And no one has asked us that. I love that. I love that, Christy. You take that one. Um, well, as Kat often says, it's our passion project, mm-hmm. um, but it's also about um, you know wanting more compassion because the Enneagram and yoga are all about you know, offering others compassion and our self compassion and just building that. But then, you know, it's also about the inner work Mm because yoga, as you've talked about so beautifully, 
is about noticing yourself mm -hmm. like on the mat and what's happening on the mat is happening off the mat and so the Enneagram also is about being curious about yourself about your strengths about your shadow side and so this is about doing the inner work and inviting people here in Chattanooga and you know well, in the world we have some people in Canada and Germany and other places mm -hmm. listening so yeah. it's inviting mm -hmm. people um, you know all mm -hmm. over the world to say you know how can I be you know the highest version of me and and love myself and others well so that's I mean what would you say Kat yeah, I, I, I would say the same it is something that you know it's the same with yoga and teaching you love it and you want to share it yeah that's the same we just we love it truly and passionately mm -hmm. and we just want to share it mm -hmm. and hopefully it's received yes and and there's so many beautiful and wise conversations that we've had that mm -hmm. I would feel it would be a shame not to have them shared yes. and just for our listeners to have an opportunity to listen mm -hmm. to another person's perspective yes. or to find a different perspective for themselves mm -hmm. or some wisdom or just have a laugh or say yes. you know I thought that too oh my god I thought I was the only one and it turns out I'm not yes to establish some kind of connection yeah. because we're so I feel disconnected yes. mm -hmm. we're so plugged in right. we're so fucking disconnected yeah and everybody's on the island in the silos and feeling so alone and isolated and misunderstood and beating themselves up about it and mm -hmm. this is just a very small way to just for us to connect yeah, it is. On a broader and, and, scale. And to me, com like I, conversation is everything. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, conversation. And I really think I would just want to say for you two that I, and I said this last time, is that it's a beautiful win-win-win-win um, thing. Okay? Yeah. Because, you you know, the way that we share like this, it, it's, it's one of these things that's like, we're connecting and we're helping each other. We're all rising yeah. together because yes. we're learning about together. Yeah. We're growing together. It's we, I hope, are moving away, I hope, from compet competition yes. type of... Yes, yeah. um, talked just in, about yeah, it. Not mm -hmm. just in this field, but just in general. Yes. Um, because when you're happy in the Yoga Sutras, there's a, there's a sutra that says, you know, when you see someone happy, be happy. Yeah. Happy for, you know, how do we continue to keep letting others rise yeah. and, and promoting that? Yes. And nurture that light and, in one another. Yes, and then really everybody does. When yeah. everybody, yeah. So we don't have yeah. to do that other thing, right? Yeah. So I just want to commend yes. Thank you two you. for yeah, following your that passion, your lot. excitement, and how yeah. that is a gift to everyone else and that it is about community, which I, I feel so important. You know, community mm -hmm. and how we're going to come together and not be so isolated like you're talking about, so pulled back and separate. And we were already going down that path before pandemic, okay? And pandemic yeah. got, you know, caused a real, you mm -hmm. know, and now I think we're hungrier yeah. than ever, yeah. yet nervous. Yes. Yet, right? Mm -hmm. So we've got those combinations. And this is a way to gently, the way you do it through voice and through this is a gentle way to connect because it's not all the way in person, right, at yes. this point. I yes. mean, sometimes. Yes. And this is where in the location that I have at the studio, mm -hmm. which I can envision just you two doing a thing. But anyway, <laughs> doing a thing and they're in person. But I'm just saying, like, that's what that space is about, too, is conversation. Yeah. My, my healing arts space. 
is awesome. about conversation, meaningful conversation. Yeah. yeah. Is really what happens in there. You know, when we have a yoga class, it's really about the community around the class and the conversation that comes from. Yeah. So this is a big deal to me. Yeah. That what you're doing. I think I feel like we're we're yeah. both doing the same thing. Like mm-hmm. we're wanting to to make sure that there isn't that spirit of competition and that mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're here to kind of see mm-hmm. one another, which is again, that yogi principle of namaste. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, you know, I've heard you say before, Kat, that Chattanooga is big enough for all of us. There's, There's enough, enough yoga for everyone, enough space for oh, everyone, enough air for everyone, yes. enough happiness enough for love. Everyone. Yes. 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 It's enough. And- and it and it goes back to like the beginning we're talking about like mm-hmm. go where life is going, mm-hmm. meaning yeah, keep rising, keep spreading, keep sharing, keep you know the mm-hmm. the love of this going, yeah. and if whoever's doing their thing and they run into a roadblock, it's yeah. not anybody's fault yeah. for like you know what yeah it means go another way. <laughs> Yeah. You know, there's going to be enough. Shift. You just may have shift around, yeah. shifting. Mm-hmm. So there is plenty. There's yeah. plenty. And the other beautiful thing is there's no you. Yeah. There's no you. Yeah. Other one. There's yeah. There's no other. I am because we are. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. your individual, your uniqueness cannot be uh, taken is what I'm saying. Like no one can do oh, what you, you're that's saying. what I'm saying. No yeah. one can do what you do. So there's no threat. Yeah. You know, there's no concern for... You be you. Yeah. And I want you to be yeah. you all the way. Yeah. And if you be you, know, you, then we're all more. Yeah. Like, then that's then where the they I, come together. I am because we yes. are, you know, yes. that I am more when we are. And, I mean, Kat and I have had so many yoga teachers here in Chattanooga on the podcast, and they're all amazing. Yeah. Like, when we sit and yes. listen to people's yeah. stories and when we see their vulnerability and see people shine in these interviews, we're like, well, why is there competition? There's no reason for that. Like everybody that we've interviewed and even people we haven't, we know are these amazing yoga teachers and people. Yeah. You know, and it's particularly our wounds, like Mm -hmm. our injuries help us help others. We know this, like whatever our injury is. And when we start to do the inner work and we start to do this, and somebody out there needs us. Yeah. Somebody needs that. They mm-hmm. need that that flavor. Yeah. Not yeah. not this one. That yeah. one. Yeah. And so yeah. when we come out and we, it's just yeah, it's always good to continue to trust this. You know, we're gonna. This makes mm-hmm. we can all feel the this truth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. This is good stuff. Well. Yeah. Sometimes for our meditation segment, I offer a traditional meditation, and sometimes I offer meditative words. But today, I want to offer some meditative words. I'm going to start with the type one. And our mantra to lead each of the nine numbers is, I can do hard things. So for the one, I can do hard things. And that is to let go of responsibility and the need to be perfect. It doesn't have to be all on your shoulders. For the two, I can do hard things. And for the two, that's learning to say no and set boundaries so that you can have self-care time and receive love. For the three, I can do hard things. And for the three, doing the hard things is saying no to work and making space for your family 
and friendships, and yes, even yourself. For the type four, I can do hard things, and that means keeping a gratitude journal and recognizing all the good that is in your life. For the type five, I can do hard things, and that means going to the work cocktail party. And yes, you need to go engage in the world. I know it's hard for you fives. For the six, I can do hard things. Do something that scares you. A mentor once said to me, go scared. So go scared. For the type seven, I can do hard things. That means going to do something that gets you grounded, that feels maybe a little boring to you, like a yin yoga class or a meditation class. For the type eight, I can do hard things. And that can mean leaning in to softening by taking a deep breath by not jumping in to be reactive. For the type nine, I can do hard things. And that means speaking up and sharing your opinion with a colleague. We can do hard things. Namaste, friends.